This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome, and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No! No, that, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain, and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. <laughs> anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care, so don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. The man, the myth, the legend, Charles Oakley. Thank you. You well, just float around. Me. Thanks for coming to my city. That's the most important thing. I, see, I didn't realize this was your city. Yeah. I yeah. just thought you roamed the United States and that well, every city was your city and wherever well, you went became cities. your city. You know, I, I, I really claim here, Chicago, Toronto, New York, uh, Virginia, uh, Alabama. Not Vegas? No. No. Vegas, you know, Alabama. Why yeah, Alabama? My mother, my family from there, my mother, grandfather, you know, all of them from there. So I was in Alabama. Matter of fact, I got a camp down the next month. We do been doing a camp down there for thirty years. That's how Ben Wallace made. He came to my camp. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, the year he came, we only charged like twenty five dollars, and most of the kids down there, you know, low income families, and they couldn't afford it. So I said, no way, we're not charging nothing after that. Wow. So it was a free camp every year, you know, for 30 years, uh, about 250 kids. I mean, my cousin, Marcus Camels, and we invite a few other guys who went to the University of Alabama to come help us out and just family and friends. Why Toronto? Because you played there? Played there, a lot of love. I mean, they showed me a lot of love. After, you know, I left Toronto, the fans is kind of, you know, it was more of a hockey town. Yeah. And they love their hockey. They haven't won in 50 years, but the tradition and like Cleveland, you know, the football team has won none since Jim Brown, but they yeah. love Brown. They still set out, you know, last two years they won, won the game, but this year should be a big year for Cleveland Browns. Jalen Rose, my friend who I worked with at ESPN, 
That's my guy. He loved Toronto. Yeah, he was there. He said that it was the most underrated city to be uh, a professional athlete in. Who probably liked in the fun. top, just in the top five cities, you know, just fun and restaurants. What's your top five? Let's hear it. Uh, you got to go New York. Yeah, somehow uh, you played in New York, Chicago, yeah, and Toronto. Right. So the three I, fun cities. I, well, L.A. and Dallas. You know, Miami is just, the, you know, the glamour, like, you know, just party life. But for his food, Dallas, Chicago, you know, New York, and L.A., LA gives you that Hollywood feeling and you know, you feel good out there. The weather always nice, Miami. But Miami just jump on you. Yeah. Miami has not been a good place for certain young NBA players. Uh I it's guess. tough. Hey, Miami ain't really a lot of trouble, I think. Really? Not to me. I don't, I mean, yeah, they got clubs up to late at night, you know, most time, but I don't see that in Miami. You know, late night New York can be bad. Late night Chicago can be bad. Late yeah. night LA can be bad. Right. You know, all them cities, you know, you got to watch yourself. The first time we met, we didn't really meet, but we kind of met. It was, and I wrote about it. You probably saw it at some point. 2006, All-Star Weekend, Houston. Okay. I was at the oh, Four Seasons yeah. Bar. We, yeah, we hung out the whole night just yeah. joined people in and out. So know. we're sitting there. <laughs> that was funny. We're having lunch and we're having Bloody Marys. And all of a sudden you show up and you're like scoping out and you find a table. <laughs> and you like pick the table and you sat down, and then ten minutes later Jordan comes. Yep. We sit and then a couple other hours, people, thirteen hours straight. And we're sitting there, and I'm and I'm saying, first of all, we were like, oh my god, there's Jordan in Oakley. This is insane. And then I was like, the cards are gonna come out. I can feel it. I know the cards are coming. And a half hour, and the cards came out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's on. He's playing. People are coming in and out. Oh yeah. Everyone's coming over to pay respects for you. Yep. And then I wrote, and the thing I wrote about it, you stood up and you were looking at the food we ate because we decided to order right, again. Right. And you were looking at our cheeseburgers. Right. Because I'm real picky with food. You were standing over our table and you were like, what's that cheeseburger? And I, all of us were like, Oak wants our cheeseburger. Like, just give it to him. <laughs> He's going to take it. But uh, but we were just watching and it was like the real Jordan. I'd, yeah. I'd never seen that side. We'd always heard oh, about yeah. the competitive. Right. Up until five in the morning, Jordan. But we actually got to see it. He's yelling at everybody. He's trying to bully people. Well, um, it was matter great. Of fact, we did the same thing in New York. The last All Star in New York, we went to what the fish, the it's a uh, fish uh, hut. Fish yeah. Hut. So they had a private room, right? So basically, it was like twenty people having dinner. The next thing you know, Nelly come, then uh, Ti come, then the whole. I mean, end of the night, we had sixty people in the room. The whole twenty five. Do you you I know you and Jordan are super 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 close. Right. Do you when you're playing cards are you on the same team? Well, Do you try to take each other's money? Well, How does that we, work? We we don't if we play a poker we don't raise one another. But oh, and, so you have like an understanding. So yeah, you know, we just okay. We play in like um spades and big whiz. It's like talking mess and come out. But I like my chances though. <laughs> They said they were talking on first take about Jordan, how he hit it. I mean, I don't know. I never heard the Steve Kerr story. I heard, I've been around him. I've been, he just, you know, I don't know what happened with that. Steve Kerr must really did something because I've never seen him that angry to want to hit someone. But besides one time in the Bahamas, this guy was like, you know, just getting to him, getting to him. And I was at another table and just, you know, the guy was just getting to him. So I walked over and like, he said, no, I got this one. <laughs> I said, okay, hell it. He went off on this guy. I'm like, whoa. But no, he's a lot of fun, though. You just got to be around him a lot more. I want to go back because we're going to talk about 
we're going to go backwards a little later. Okay. I want to talk about LeBron versus Jordan right. first. You around Jordan right early before he became like the, the super yeah, duper star right. when it was like the right. seeds were there. And then uh, you had to go against him for that whole decade. Right. And now you're in the same city with the guy everybody's comparing him to. I know you get asked this all the time, but what are the similarities for you? The similarities, it's not a lot. I mean, both of them are great athletes. They different type of scores, different type of demeanors. Um, one wear size 15, one wear size 13, one six nine, one six six. So six six two seven one. I mean one six nine two seven one six six two twenty. Yeah, but on the court they just different. Everybody keeps, it's like a, two different books. Well, explain it. King, what makes them different. Uh, the way they, they carry names, themselves. They carry themselves. Uh, LeBron, you know, we nothing but stuff like he great stuff about him. Michael's great stuff. Um, LeBron do a lot of charity stuff more in the public. Michael do a lot more behind the scene. So LeBron more outgoing, but Michael image just just people just in love with him. Yeah. So, you know, Michael Jordan did this. He won six championships and, you know, three, three. Nobody never done that. Uh, he retired, come back, win three. When he got there, he just never went to a game seven, six MVPs. Um, you know, just play with the flu. He just, you know, just he's on the edge. He just want to pull your heart out. LeBron, I like that. LeBron, you know, like some people, oh, he hurt. Michael, LeBron would take the doctor. Mike probably said, okay, he all right. Right. <laughs> Put a band-aid on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and Michael's definitely, I would say, probably the biggest alpha dog we've... I, w- I didn't see Russell. I wasn't there for Russell, but I yeah. think the stories about Russell were pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, they just wanted to cut your heart out at all times. I mean, it was seen like... I mean, yeah, they said a lot about Russell, Chamber, a lot of them guys back in the days. If you just try to think about basketball back then, it was like... A lot less game, a lot less round of playoffs. So you win what, like forty game season, maybe? Um, it was like it was like sixty to seventy. It ended right. up. It and eventually got to the playoff. Yeah, the, the playoffs lot, short. I mean, I don't care what they say. It wasn't that much talent back then. I mean, yeah, you know, so they was well to dominate. So I well, mean, with I, Russell's first five years, like a lot of teams only had one or two black players, which is crazy yeah. when you think about it now. The Celtics were but the first was, team that had more of them. But thing about Russell. D'Angelo Jordan, if he ever want to be good, he should watch film on Bill Russell. How did you change a game with just doing, not being a, a great score, but just defense, rebound, protecting right. the rim? I mean, some guys need to learn and maybe say, wow. Because at this day and time, a big man almost, ain't, you know, most teams don't want it because you got to be a stretch, of, you know, be uh, a stretch yeah. four. Yeah, you'd and, be shooting eight threes a game now? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just you shot three. some anyway. I yeah. just shoot them. I mean, so everybody said you can't play. It. I, mean, it, I think you know, not being cocky or nothing. I was like, my game, just my game. You know, what no matter what they say, I can play in the air. They said, yeah, no, you file out. I said, no, I ain't on file out because ain't nobody to file. They ain't coming to the rim. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would have enjoyed pushing around the guys in this oh, day. I would, I would have got a lot. Of There's speech. a lot of softness these oh, days. Yeah. What about when like Tristan Thompson's pointing? Come meet me in the tunnel after the no. game, but you know they're not actually going to meet in the tunnel. Yeah. In know. your day, if you pointed in the tunnel, right. you yeah. would have met in the I ain't tunnel. No, I ain't, they ain't no. We're going to take care of right here. Let everybody see it. <laughs> <laughs> Let everybody see it, you know. But no, it's just it's just different. I, I, these guys just different. And, and it changed. I'm, I, my, my nephew didn't play AAU. I just like, why y'all play this? You don't learn nothing. You know, well, you're traveling. You're spending your money. Your mom and dad, you know, you want every pair of shoes come out. Oh, we were doing it for the ranking. 
I said, I'm looking at top 200. I don't see y'all. When y'all trying to be ranked at 300? <laughs> so I stay on my nephew. And I said, you shouldn't have to play pay to play basketball at a young age. Right. You know, go to the park or get two friends or just go out and shoot on your own. When you miss, get like set some rules for yourself. You miss, but bounce twice, you got to do a suicide. If you bounce one, you shoot a free throw. I'm going to just do something to make your game get more better and make you in a big moment. It's like, wow, I know I've been doing this. I'm ready for this moment. And then you watch guys now playing, like, oh, Lord. You be like, how did they make the team? And they making 15 $20 million. And if somebody shoves you from behind on a layup, you're fighting them. And, and that was what? your air. Somebody, if you get shoved from behind on a layup, oh, that's a fight. Well, according to how you shove, you know, you're trying to hold. If it's to knock you off oh, balance, yeah. shove. Like what JR did? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fight. I would fought him the next two games. <laughs> Even though I wouldn't have been in one, I'm, I was, I was found out what he was going after the game. <laughs> you saw what he did to Horford, right? Yeah. That I, was cheap. He's a nice guy. He, you know, that's one thing. Only he going to do, he going to be consistent when it's 14 and 7 or 15 and 8 every year. That's what he's going to average. I thought, I think there's a lot of similarities to JR and Starks. Where it's like, he check guys, hit or miss. You don't know nah, where you're getting game to game. Tougher. I mean, JR. You think John was tougher than JR? Yeah, JR. I mean. But remember when, Jay, when Starks headbutted Reggie Miller that time? Yeah. I feel like JR would have been involved in something like I mean, that. I mean, JR, be I don't be wondering what he, he be, is he watching the game or he just got the best seat in the house? <laughs> I mean, I, you're a catch and shoot player. Stop dribbling the ball. That's not your game, trying to right. do something off the dribble. I mean, it's just understand your role. I mean, I don't think coaches tell players they roll no more to the team. And I think in, in Cleveland case, LeBron got the ball in the hand. He won't space and floor. Everybody says, just space the floor. We okay. Yeah, and just all, stand there. You can't know all the details, the t- particulars or, you know, moments. Like the other night, the moments, like in the game one in Golden State, the moment. I mean, everybody knows a dead ball foul. You got to look around. You see what's going on. You, you're interacting with the bench or the coaches. So like, okay, what happened is A and B. That's one thing we're good about Bush Carter in Toronto. He kept details. He kept understanding, like timeouts to get you. To, I mean, he was he was so detailed. He probably one of the best coaches I've been around. Interesting. Carter. Yeah, I don't know why he don't have a job. It's probably how old is Butch Carter now? I mean, he, that was with Vince, he's, right? He probably late fifties. I have some Vince questions for you later. Um, do you? You, how many Cavs games are you actually going to during the course of a year? Uh, like, do you have a feel for this team? You think? Oh, I've been, I've been, I'm on Cleveland. You know, I was going to, I ain't just started going because LeBron. I was going before then. I right. was going while I was in high school here. Yeah. I used to go out to the Coliseum when Jones and Camp. Oh wow, Austin Bingo Carr, Smell, all Nate Thurman, yeah. all them guys. You know, like on Sundays. Yeah. I was in, you know, high school, but they ain't let me play too much because they had two. Always had. Two courts, yeah, on, you know, practice court. So we used to play on the side, but one of my cousins knew them, so he let us go out there. But then once I got older, they was playing Cleveland Summer League, Jones and all them. I paid them back. I was getting at them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Jones was tough. Jones, yeah, Jones, yeah. He had triple his, his, his sons, but they didn't make it to the league. But um, I got a chance to play Summer League against some guys and learning the ropes. When you seen them, I was a kid watching them, like wow, I couldn't believe like being on Smith from Austin Carr. Just seeing them guys playing. Yeah, they must have made the finals in '76. Yeah. My team beat them, the Celtics. Yeah, it was, was a ba- it was a battle. They had a good team. Yeah, Nate, um, Nate in the middle, Bingo, Mike, oh, they, Mike Mitchell. They had a ooh. So Carifolo. watching what how LeBron is reacting to the team he has now, because mm-hmm. you said when when you're coming in that LeBron, you thought LeBron was going to leave. 
What do, what do you see with his behavior on the court that makes you think like this is the end? This is the finish um, line. I don't see the behavior. It's just seeing what's with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but do you see it in his eyes? Like he kind of knows he just doesn't uh, have the winning no, hand. I, I see is is he's a shelf, and he got one guy. He got one line guy. He got two people waiting on two hundred people. And the chef gonna get frustrated because how can he get all these orders out? He only yeah, got four people working out for two hundred people. But I don't see. I think LeBron like last night was more a little laid back, and I think he got to always be aggressive in this situation with he knowing what he got. People don't like when he laid back in a game, don't take charge early, come out to score. Um, and, but LeBron just a different guy. He just he do it his way. No matter what people say, I mean, you can't argue with the guy. The guy been eight straight finals. You know, he ain't one but three. Um, and everybody's trying to hold that against him. But my thing is, what he do with body work, night in, night out, I mean, he got to get by the grocery. He got to do all the chopping for the vegetables. He got to cook it. He got right. to serve it. I mean, it going to wear on you sooner or clean the tables. <laughs> clean the table, mop the floor. So, and then if anyone helps out, he's excited. Oh, he's like, man, "Oh, Jerry, really? you're gonna take some plates. <laughs> Thanks." No, it, hey, I, great. I, Michael didn't have it this bad. He at least. What's the thing about this era with, with LeBron doing? The teams ain't tougher like when Michael was coming up. When I first in Chicago, we went through with the Boston, the Detroit, and then. Well, your conference was sick. It was tough. Those 80s was, teams were yeah, like, that was brutal. That's what I'm saying. It's a little less talent, but still, it's just what his guys, not the detail. I can't understand the detail. The detail is not there like it used to be. They're not holding themselves accountable. I mean. I realized last night being at the game when they showed the video before they introduced the starters. Mm-hmm. You know, every other NBA team, they show that video and it's like, They'll show the first four stars of the team like right. in a row, and it's like right. a team. This video, it's like it's LeBron for 15 seconds straight. <laughs> it's like a LeBron infomercial. Well, and then they start is. sprinkling in like Tristan Thompson, but yeah. it's just so obvious. It's they, like the Cleveland LeBron. They, they try to get all the last look. If he do leave, they can get all the last look they can get. But if I was LeBron, I would be like, let's make the video like a team. Well, yeah, let's do this. That's, that's what, like, if you I watch Golden State, KD come out first. Clay and what's name coming back to back. Right. Curry's so, last. Right. Curry last. He's, you know, and they, eyes. Uh, he's, you know, no matter what KD do, and just like when uh, Garnett went to Boston. It was still Pierce's team. No. The, the league wanted to be Garnett team. No, I know, but they introduced Pierce it was, last. It was Pierce team. He was team. still got the last, whatever. You see how they moved Garnett yeah. in there? And, like, everything was Garnett because he was slobbing out of his mouth, this and that. All that fake tough stuff. But, uh, <laughs> You ain't, you, know, you ain't that. You ain't that guy. Did you mix up with Garnett? Man, come on, I like beating up a fly. <laughs> really? I remember Anthony Peeler punched him once. Yeah, well, they played together in Minnesota. I always thought Jalen and I used to talk about this all the time. There's two types of tough guys: the tough guys, and then the guys who right. actually fight. He didn't get tough. Which you were the, the captain of that team. You're like, no. If, if no. you're gonna look at me that way, I'll actually oh, yeah. fight you right now. No doubt. There's I mean, not a lot of those dudes. No, it's. I know you had your issues with Barkley over the years, but yeah. Barkley would throw. Only, I mean, maybe only he wasn't happy against white guys. He throw. <laughs> he don't hit no brothers. <laughs> no, he, he got ain't going Shaq. Oh, him and Shaq gonna get into it. He one tackled day. Shaq. That was Man. pretty good. I, I mean, really, if I'm Shaq. I would have been did something to him. Well, you played with the only guy that was probably more unafraid than you was Mason. No, that's my man, Mace. Uh, Mace, like, uh, I don't know who was more ready to go between you two, but it was at least a tie. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Yeah, the two of you together. Rest it was like peace. a hockey team. Yeah. We, uh, they had to change the rules because of you guys. Yeah. We were the real, they said Detroit had the blues, brother. We had the Naga brothers, me and Mace. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it was, everyone I, I blames, was had a great time playing with Mace, though. Everyone blames the bad boy Pistons for when they changed the rules. It's like, no, it was no, the Rattley's anyway, Knicks. Rattley's Knicks. You, X-Men, Mason, Robin, you guys. Robin would Isaiah just talk, uh, Sally. Them guys, Wait them. a second, though. Isaiah would th- Isaiah no, was the I, toughest I, guy on that team, though. Yeah, he would throw. That's what I'm saying. He saw. He oh. went at Bill Cartwright at that time. It was like well, a foot taller. Nah, what's he come after me? He never came after you? Really? How many fights did you have? I wasn't looking You had a good one with X-Man. Yeah. Me and X had a little something. But I that mean, went in the stands. Isaiah, you know, he was, my thing is, he didn't get his credit for being a point guard, you know. Right. But my thing with Isaiah, he talked bad about the Knicks one day when he uh. was there. And he that tried to throw us on the bus, talking about yeah, y'all won nothing, y'all win the championship. Okay, that's good. And we tried. But you ain't gonna talk mess long as I'm living about Knicks or somebody I play with who I really care for. So you can go kick rocks with that. So ever since then I've been having like, you know, kind of like you better watch when I'm around. So you don't want to do a three man podcast, me, you and Isaiah? Uh that wouldn't I might go well. do it, but like you said, he he gonna be nervous. I'm not. <laughs> Who are the real legitimate tough guys but other than you and Mason when you played? Ron Artest. Ron Artest. For real. I know Steven he, Jackson? He up there. I mean, Steven Jackson went in the stands yeah, to defend but, Artest. That was pretty good. Yeah. They were looking for popcorns, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steven tough. I, I coached him in Charlotte, so we had a little run-ins, but, you know. I got to say, Ben Wallace, Ben Wallace, the way he reacted before the Artest melee, I think, I think he was going to fight that entire team. He he moved uh, up in that list. That's my guy, Ben Wallace. Yeah, he was know, ready to Virginia go. Virginia Union guy. And, you know, that was my first time seeing him really get like, you know, like somebody must really did some. Uh, I mean, you know what he did. I like, tested. He, he gave him a hard I'm foul saying, in a minute left. No, I'm saying maybe some days that some people in life, you don't know what's going through his head. Yeah. So he might have something going. He said, this is my time. Just get it out of me. So that's what could have happened. Because I ain't never expect him to do all of that, what he done that game. Hakeem was a secret tough guy. Uh, he, had some, he had a lot of fights the he first a couple, couple years guys. of his career. Yeah. He well, put some dudes. When we came in the league, that's what you had to do. You had to let yeah. them know. You know, I, I, had, I just fight, uh, run. When they Clemens used to play Seattle, a few guys, McKesky. I mean, Patrick. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you punched McKesky. Uh, well, well, I think he, he broke his nose. Yeah, he, he shot me. You know, my thing is, you know when somebody's playing hard or somebody just trying to get one in, like you ain't going to, okay, he going to let it go. No. Older thought. He hit me one time. I said, okay, you know, I know him. He did it again. I ain't think about did I know him or not. I had to give it to him. I was at the game in 87 when the day after Bird and Rodman. By the way, the legend would throw down. Larry Bird. He would he would he throw. Got into it with he Doc stood up with himself. Yeah, he, he yeah. fought Doc. He fought uh Alan Bristow. He fought Mar- Marco Ravaroni. He would he would go at people, but uh he got in the fight with Lambeer, yeah. then the next game. Parrish, Parrish oh, yeah. was just game one two. He yeah. he hated Lambert, and then he just snapped, and he and he gave and him the two piece. But see, and he and they kept him in the game because it was the eighties. But see, the thing is, like, like when Lambert when um uh Mikhail took out what's the name from Detroit? Oh, Rambus. Oh, L.A. Yeah, he I mean that's just attention. He just ain't you know just like okay. Most of the time, like people are like, well, you play dirt. I said, I don't play dirt. I go for the ball. I mean, yeah. I at least have my arm, but I ain't just trying to tackle like a football player. I, I mean, I could have, but I don't, that's dirty. 
So I just try to tell people, know what you're talking about when you're talking about, I play dirty. I don't play dirty. I play hard. When you were with Jordan in the 80s, when it was way more physical and cheap, you became, your reputation became the the kind of bodyguard, for lack of right. a better word, for Jordan. Yeah. Like, if you mess with him, Oakley's right there and mm. you will pay for this. I just had a badge with no gun. So right. You know, when you're a bodyguard, when you ain't got a gun, you just got a badge, you got to know what you got to do. Did, there, <laughs> did you have to lay the smack down before everybody realized don't touch Jordan or Oakley's no, right there? No, I guess they just seeing like on the court and then we were always together, you know. You know, a lot of stuff happened behind the scene. Yeah. He got into it, guys, you would never believe. Like, guys, I don't know if a guy was maybe jealous because he came, when he came in the league, he just came in like just over the top, you know, his rookie year. He, was, he was, you know, had posters and shoes. What I'm saying and, is, yeah. but he didn't, in Carolina, he didn't show you what he showed you his first year in the league. He was just over the top, the dunks, the dunk contest, and, you know, just all star. You know, he was just like, you know, them guys back in the day, they was, he was real jealous. A lot of the veterans were real jealous. Maybe, Do you think that all star game story was true when they froze him out? Oh, yeah. I can see that. Isaiah and a, yeah, a couple he, other people. He they he was taking their light. Yeah. And he was taking them, you know. I mean, what he was doing as a rookie, I mean, that was I mean, David Starr hell even grow a little more. When did you show up? 86? 85, 85, 86? So you were there for when he went against the Celtics. Uh when he had the sixty three pointer. When he came back because he had yeah. broke his toe. Yeah. Um and Bird was the first guy who was like that guy's amazing. That yeah. guy's going to be the future of the league. Yeah, Nobody had really said that he yet. He gave Bird about 10 straight shots. So, And Bird can score himself. So he's like, oh. What's crazy? And he had 49 in game one. What was crazy about that was I think that's the best team of all time. And they also had a bunch of guys to throw at him. Mm-hmm. You know, they had DJ, but they also had McHale. Kill, and he uh, was just fouling everybody Dane, out. They yeah. had, what's the name? I mean, they had, Boston had, what, four Hall of Fames on that team? Yeah. I mean, see, my thing is, people he's like, oh, this, this, oh, LeBron. No, LeBron playing with no four guys worked for the city. I mean, starting the lineup with him. <laughs> right. You know, so. Michael Jordan had Scotty Hoys, then he had Dennis, but Magic had him, Kareem, James Ward. I mean, you know, they had Hall, they had Hall of Famers. Kareem. The league was the league he had twenty one teams back then. It was talented though. If you had twenty one teams now, like it's still, and you, it's would, still to be bad. You, can't you think get, so? I think the talent's you, really good did, right now. No. Nah. It's just too many teams. You know what it is? You know why the talent look good? Because the team's bad too. The bad team playing a team better than them. That's why talent look good. The score is going to be under 100. Oh, that's a good game. 12, you know, guys, team be shooting 12 for like 25 for the free throw. Is that a good game? You miss 50 cents on the free throw line. And then you're in, you know, 8 for 41 from threes. I mean, I don't mind you taking threes, but go say you can take it. one leg, two legs. You you got the okay. You can shoot 40-some threes because y'all got, you got snipers on your team. But the other team... You got standing. That's a big difference. What would you do against Golden State? What would the Riley's Knicks have done against them? Other um, than, other than knock them into the basket him. support? No, I was just make our tra- – we're going to trap the ball. Yeah. He, see, the thing is now, these new generation of this new era of basketball, they don't like moving around. All they want, you know, defense, a good defense they team. They like to switch. They like to switch. That's the girl way. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's the girl way. But – they're gonna make you move by this to keep you engaged with the game though. That's showing you're smart. But yeah. switches ain't nothing. 
You know, see so your trap, everybody. You leave Draymond Green open. You leave Iguodala open. I'll make Draymond. Yeah, both. You make Draymond shoot like last threes. night. He goes, oh, this guy running to him. He ain't played in two weeks. Yeah, just let him shoot. Why run? Why close out to him? Because he's so, gonna pass too. There was a moment in the second half where they swung at him in the corner. He was wide open. There's nobody within ten feet. And then he swung it Shot away. It Once him. I saw that, if I'm Cleveland, I'm like, we're just don't right. guard him at all. Him and make Draymond. him hit two. You know, and I wouldn't guard Draymond either. You no, know, he just want to throw a lob and you know holler at somebody in the face. Draymond's funny though. I've been out with him in New York a couple of times. Draymond's kind of he's in he's in your family a little bit of what the stuff he does on the court. It could be a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> but you, if you were if you were going against him in a series, oh. you, your goal would be to get him thrown out of every game, no. right? I wouldn't have to. I'm just going to beat him down. Draymond's not that big. That's why I can't believe he beat like Aldridge for San Antonio. How he, Draymond was 6'6", about 215. Yeah. And he be moving these big guys around like they uh, furniture. Nothing. Yeah, he he does he, carry himself like he's bigger yeah, than he, he is. He ain't got no muscles. I, I got more muscles than Draymond. I mean, a guy got no muscle going to move me? I'm, really? Come on. He, he do a lot of talking. He, he was, oh man, Jr. was trying to get him kicked out last night. Uh, Jr. man, Jr. had one technical, and then Jr. was trying to get the double technical great. again. See, when you winning, you get away a little more. That's yeah. how, that's how Chicago did. Which uh, Chicago got with not a little everything, uh, but what Boston Chicago might be the worst. I mean, for like, like they gonna if you touch Mikael or someone in the post. Oh, I knew you'd bring up Mikael. He was tough to guard, and they give him, they let him travel. He go up and under. He gonna get the call. I mean, he for the moves. McHale talked shit to you. No, no, he did. He talked a little. Oh, okay, he well, would talk about how he could take you in the torture chamber. No, he gonna get. I'm gonna get mine too. But he gonna get more shots, so he gonna get the advantage. I give him his prop. I ain't scared to give someone who can do it. They like Carl Malone. He's good, but he cry a lot. I don't like crybabies. You too big to cry. <laughs> I mean, like you the mailman. The rain. What you gonna do? Stay in the house. Bring the mail. Would you, would you think when he took out Isaiah? Um, I mean, you know. Because that seemed intentional. Yeah. If that happened now, yeah. if oh, you yeah. open an intentional flying elbow 40-stage uh, cut. That's five games. Oh, I think it would be like I think oh, it'd be like 12 games? to 15. Because yeah. Isaiah was one, still one of the best players in the league. Yeah. He took him out. I mean, it was like a that, gash. I, yeah, I've seen that blood. But Isaiah probably, see, he's sneaky. He did something. He got me one time. I've been... I won't, I won't. Oh, Isaiah was like yeah, him and Stockton. He'll do stuff one, and right? walk. You know, Clyde Dresser did it. You know, he, he did that one time in the New York. I was, I was like, you know what? I was hoping he go to the hole. He ain't go to the hole no more. We played like three more years, but I ain't never seen him go to the hole after he did that. Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to have to get twelve games. <laughs> so people knew if they made you mad that you were in their no, back, in the back of their heads just, after little that. Little cheap shots because I ain't never tried to cheat shot no one. Stockton was another one. He'd set those picks. Well, he'd mean, like punch people in the get balls mad and by stuff. A guard, but what Isaiah did was like you know, sides talk bad about us in the paper. Now you can't you can't do that. Not while I'm living. I think the Isaiah thing, Malone, like uh, uh, Isaiah and Stockton. I think and Malone Olympic did that for Stockton. No, he did. Okay, Isaiah yeah. got left off the Olympic team the first game after that because Stockton made it over him. And he torched Stockton. He had like 46 on well, him. You had then to, the next game, Malone gave him the elbow. Then nobody like Isaiah. So when anybody like you and you get another guy who's solid, this and that, and league-like, um, you got Bird, Magic, them guys, you know, almost can call the shots, you know. Hey, 
And then they said, well, Mike, you know, they said Mike had something. To, I don't think Mike probably told him. He probably said, well, if you got some of the other guys, oh, I might not come. So they could try. They had to find out what the dirt was. Yeah. And so the dirt was okay. And hey, Isaiah had a run in. So who we want? Who you want? Mike Isaiah. I know what side you were on on that one. Huh? I know what side you were no, on. No, I'm not saying for what he was doing for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Mike sell tickets. He 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 was the face of the dream team. Once Michael I'm, was like, I'd like to, I'll do the Olympic team, but Isaiah can't be on it. What you do? And that's it. What you? They're do? like, okay, Michael. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Jordan. <laughs> Have you been in a situation in playoff series where you're down three nothing? Ooh. Mm. Like the Cavs are now. Because it can go one of two ways, I right? Was, I was down two nothing in Boston, but we came back and we got him. New York. It was three out of five though. We won three straight. No, I went that to was game Bird five. missed the dunk. Bird missed the dunk. Patrick. And the crowd made a sound I've never heard before. <laughs> it was it was like he had been shot by a sniper or something. Everybody's like, oh. yeah. And then you made that three in the corner. Yeah. Back when he didn't really take threes ever. No, he took a few. You know who killed us that game? Mo Cheeks. Yeah. It was the one solid. time that Mo Cheeks Strickland trade worked. Mo Cheeks see. Mo Cheeks is like um, Sean Livingston. Yeah. Do everything in his range. Know how to get the ball to the guys when he has to. Yeah. Sean Livingston just killing people. So so when you're down 3 nothing, either you fight to keep the series going, which they did last year, or the guys on that team are like, you know what? I'm ready for the season to end. I don't want to fly to Oakland and then have to be there when yeah. they're celebrating game five. I'm checking out now. Could you see that happening in this series? They down three and a half, so... It's just a half left with them. So a half, and they got to play a full. They don't add up. So I don't I don't know. I think you when you're down, it's 0-3. It's just what you've been doing the last three games. I know the first game you could have won, but it's just I don't see. You don't have the players, the body of the players. Who can, who can get you 30 besides LeBron? Nobody. Who yeah. gets 20? Maybe Love? Yeah, Rodney Hood was doing that junk spin Rodney move he Hood. has a couple times Miami yesterday. Wal- and it was Walter- like, wow, Rodney Hood is no, carrying no, LeBron no, for. Who that is? Yeah. Every, like Walter Berry. Remember Walter Berry? Yeah, same, the same truth. Move, spin and this and that. But he goes right, spins spin. right into the guy and puts you know, his elbows in, in his head. So my thing is, if you had this all the time, that's another asset for your team because LeBron don't have to work hard. Right. Post Hood, because it seems like he, you know, he get to the rim. That was their biggest mistake of the series yeah. was playing Clarkson overhood. Hood's one of those guys. I don't know if you've Clarkson. played with guys like this. You know within three minutes whether they're going to be good or not right. that day. So you throw him out, and if he doesn't have it, that's it. But play Hood on the post. He's like, yeah. He's got they got to double team him with Clarkson. I, I, I watch him. He's just trying to get. He's, like, he's just like AAU. He's just trying to get his own yeah. numbers. He doesn't no kind of structure. No to understand it's the, the finals. You got to play within the team. He don't have none of that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the other, all the other teams have. So when you ain't, they don't like coaching no more. You probably get four teams out of thirty teams, maybe, maybe getting good coaches on a regular basis now. The Durant Lebron, you could feel it last night. Durant was incredible last night. Yeah, he walked, and in. that's been a rivalry this yeah. whole decade. He and ca- Durant now has Durant the upper hand up. on it. He catching up. They guard each other. He all catch, that stuff. It's good up. now. You see, he, you know what? In life, you know, everybody take over when they shift change, like. You know what I'm saying? When Mike was taking over, Magic was getting over, Bird was getting over. Yeah. So now LeBron, you know, they were about three or four years apart, but still, 15 years doing what he body work, night in, night out, playing with them guys. I mean, it's like a year and a half. Every year is a year and a half for LeBron. Right. He's so, playing 100 games every yeah, year. So he put like so much in the KD. Just, the guy just so good. You know, he cared a lot, but 
they let you do when you when you get to craft and you do it every time they let you do it like they let Har- Jay Harlan travel every time. Yeah. So my thing, he's just so big for the league, and then he got that crossover. He's seven one, and Cleveland switching up from a six eight guy to a six three guy on him, and not trapping. Duh. Yeah, and not trapping. That's what the switching hurt you. You don't need to switch. Durant's definitely one of the most unique players in the oh, history yeah, of the league. I mean, like, he, you, there was nobody when you were playing that is like, oh, he kind of reminds me of Durant. It's like that person did not exist. The I got, seven I foot got a shooting good forward. Durant story. Yeah, about what five six years ago, All Star Weekend. So you know, Jordan always have the parties, and this and that. You know, I go woo woo. So he come, and he had a sweatsuit on, tennis shoes. I'm like, where you going? He said, I'm trying. I said, no, we wear suits to this party. We don't wear tennis shoes and uh, sweatsuits. I told him at the door. And then we you made him leave? No, nah, he's he. Uh, well, he didn't get but in while I was there, but he got in. But I had left. But <laughs> we shot the commercial for Sprint, and we talked about it. Now, yeah, he just you know he was young, so I said, he needed an Oakley on OKC those first few years. Yeah, well, yeah I, I mean, think Perkins is a little bit like that. No, I don't know about all that. No, I mean, it's oh. in terms of like the old veteran yeah. kind of showing them He's the ropes. He's trying to bring it clean, but, but the game ain't like that now. These guys don't listen. Do you think what like Perkins on the bench wearing a suit trying to intimidate people? No, they don't. That doesn't work, right? No. Not when Curry, they said Curry looked at him and uh, the guy, see all this. When Curry made the three point at halftime, when JR went for the steal, we didn't want the one, without the two. Yeah. I did the crowd. See, Second half, I would have bumped him. Like, okay, what about 4,001, 4,005, right. 6? These guys, all this celebration, I mean, I'm surprised that nobody just took somebody out just because they celebrate every play. They only run out court. They got to do a dance, celebrate, you know, the wiggle. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I guess it's like I said, it's a different ball game. Let them, let them have fun while they can. You know, we did what we, we fought, so I guess that was bad too. So, I went to a game, Celtics whatever team Jerry Stackhouse was on in like 97, 98. Detroit, maybe? Yeah, maybe Detroit. Yeah. Stackhouse, by the way, one of the tough, one yeah, of the toughest. Was, Stackhouse would throw down. Yeah, he had attitude. You know, yeah. sometimes you got to see him. I ain't never seen him in a fight, but I know that he had the attitude. I played with him in Washington. Yeah. So him and Mike used to go at one. They just have, they, right. They, you know, Mike, doesn't matter how, what his age was, when he on the floor, you're going to get it. So Antoine, the Celtics are winning and Antoine makes a three and he's doing this crazy wiggle. Mm-hmm. And Stackhouse was really mad about it. Oh, yeah. So somebody else was shooting free throws. And Stackhouse just walks over to Antoine. And Antoine's like all happy. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he walks over and he just whispers something in his ear. And Antoine was like a five-year-old kid. And he just didn't make another move for the rest of the mm-hmm. game. And then yeah, just walked out. Lot. I don't I, know what he said to him, but he was like, he probably said, if you do oh, one yeah. more thing, I'm beating the shit yeah. out of you after the game. Boy, he talked a lot. I remember I was in Boston. He was talking shit. You know, yeah. he was doing a shake before him. You know, oh, he was one shake, of the first ones. Shake. He would shake. And, uh, I said, okay. That was that era where you you came on the league in the 80s. Yeah. And that there was people handling business a little bit of a different way. And then around the mid-90s, yeah. guys started really acting out in the court. Yeah. And- I don't know. It's and you combine with the flagrant fouls. It did feel yeah, like basketball was hurt the oh, game. Yeah. Though. That Davis turn shit. He's so much a control freak. He was just like you know. So you think that went too far? Oh yeah, he went too far with that. I mean, okay, now the, the new rule two years ago, you couldn't show off an official. Every play they show off official now. They don't call no tech or nothing. Right. I mean, this. I mean, they might want to throw the book out the window and they say, 
I mean, commission, just write down five things. Okay, maybe we won't do them. So it's crazy now. So you get traded from the Bulls. Right. But you're tight with Jordan. Right. And then you get traded before Jordan wins all these titles. Right. You go to the Knicks. Right. You're right there. Right there. Couple, that, I mean, the 93 couple series. Couple bounds. It's 2-2 two, two after four. Couple calls. Charles Smith game. Yeah. I think he got fouled on one of those he four. Did. You know. I don't know how Pippen blocked them four straight times from behind yeah. or whatever the hell was happening. It was an incredible game. That's why. Um, go ahead. Well, I was just, and then 94, obviously, 3-2 going back to Houston. Yeah. Um, so close. Like, do you feel, now you look back in your career, like there's this missing piece that you don't know what it's like, or is it like I had a great career? I don't care. Well, we, he, Mike always said me I was born at the wrong time. So in this era, but I said, well, we put up a fight every night. You yeah, know, you might have beat us, but you wouldn't, we wouldn't lose it by no fifteen or twenty. You know, yeah, you know, four or six points. But I mean, he was the best. They like said he was the best player in the series when we played. Uh, he showed it when he had to. Um, you know, we had Patrick, and it was two different players, and. Um, I think you know we went to war. We got we can't hold our head. You know, somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. But we put up a fight. You know, yeah, we put up a fight every time we went out there every night. What, what do you think was the best of those Knicks teams? Because you had some bad luck with injuries and stuff well, a couple of those years. Well, one year when Patrick, you know, Miami, they suspended for walking on the court. Yeah, Westbrook did it this year. They just finally won game. Kevin Love did it in game. Yeah, uh, the end of game. Right. One. So they, I guess different commission and do different things. That's what I'm saying. There's no rules, set rules no more in life. There's a lot of things that make a difference. Yeah, it's like the call one to Golden State. How can you go to an instant replay on a block, a charge, a block call? It's just right. instinct. But but back then we just you know we we thought we had enough but we didn't uh, we didn't make the big shots when we needed to and it seemed like they had the big shot maker um, I think in Chicago series when we played them we never got no calls and they said to be the champs you got to like you know beat them you can't be close because the decision gonna go to the champ right so, so yeah we, it is it's like boxing yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's that's interesting. I actually agree with you on that. I yeah. felt that way with the Celtics Cavs series. Oh yeah, I just felt like the Celtics were young, right? LeBron did um, that. LeBron was the best player in the court, and he's going to get some calls, especially at home. You got to learn how to deal with that. Like when Atlanta was trying to get through Boston back in the Dominic era, and the Celtics got all the calls against all Atlanta. The calls. I agree. If you keep it closed, that's why when we beat Boston back and uh, we beat them, and it was five games, and we, you know we beat them, came back to beat three straight. We didn't beat them by four or five. Whenever you speak of a good team, you got to beat them by double digit, right. digit to beat them. That's what happened to the Celtics against uh, Cleveland in Game Seven. They got it. They had a twelve in the yeah. second quarter, but they couldn't get it to like eighteen. Yeah. They, they let LeBron hang amazing. around. It seemed like the ball just went. You know, I don't know the magnet on the rim. Just like I never seen Boston. Them guys, Rosier, they just missed so many shots. You know, being at home, so at home you're supposed to make them shots. And everybody was talking about we go home and the crowd behind. You still got to shoot. You still got to make the shots. Yeah, <laughs> you had what was the start? That was Game Seven when he went cold. Yeah, Game Seven. Yeah. And that, to me, that's like I always look at this stuff as. You're looking at a team, whether it was a championship team or not, right. and if it didn't make it, all right, why didn't they make it? And that season, you guys relied on Starks right. 
like yeah. he was Reggie Miller or Brandon somebody like that. Yeah. And he just wasn't as consistent as Reggie Miller, Glenn right. Rice, some of the other guys from that decade. He was a level below. He could get there some games, but other games, maybe right. not. And in that game, you needed him. And it's like, that was the flaw of the well, team. Well, everybody kind of. always said why he didn't play Orlando Blackman. You know, this guy played, scored 20,000 points, you know, in his, yeah. in his career with Dallas and then New York. And why not give him a shot, this and that. But Pat Riley, just, it's his way to the highway. He gonna, right. He's going to stick with his gun. So That's what Brad Stevens did in game seven. It's like, Rozier couldn't make a shot. I trust you. You've done right. this all year. Right. Keep shooting. Yeah. Marcus Smart keeps shooting. Jalen Brown keeps shooting. I don't know about Marcus Smart, but he, he should be shooting anyway. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't know that. He does like Jr. You look at his, if you look at it, I look at it a lot of stats. You know, the next day after they play, yeah. And uh, most guys, I'll be seeing like most of them is consistent: three for nine, two for eight. You know, Marcus Smart. You know, he never if he do shoot three for six, it's you know maybe once a month. So he's not really, you know, that tell you you're not really a great shooter, you know. So that's why you got to pick your poison uh, when you shoot. Because I always tell guys, if you open, you know who you're playing with, Kyle Corbett. If I'm playing with Kyle Corbett, if I'm open, I'll never take a shot. I'm trying to get him the ball. Right. And that's smarts on the court. And that's why I be telling guys, know who, like Golden State, to keep in game two when, when Bale threw the ball to Curry through his leg. On, yeah. In front of the bench. Threw the ball because he knew. I mean, it's. That's what they do on Golden State. Yeah, that's a new play they basically created during the playoffs. Like Nick Young. You know, he wild and loose and goose. So he played 18 minutes the other night and took one shot. I said, you never believe this guy going to take one shot. You need to take five shots in three minutes. Yeah. So you just understand that Phil Jackson philosopher, I guess Steve Kerr must talk to, to them to death. Like, y'all, when I put y'all in, it ain't about scoring. It's about moving the ball, playing defense. And just giving these guys a break, you you know, unless you're wide open, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I be looking at it like, wow, I can see how they just made the transition. Because early season he was taking a lot of shots, Nick Young, because he was playing more. Yeah. Now he pulled back when he played him the first round against uh, New Orleans. He probably like, wow, what I'm doing wrong? He probably said, well, you know, we don't really need your scoring. We need you for different periods to come in four or five minutes, get a guy to rest. But we got guys can shoot. The GM I talked to, Bob Myers, last night of the Warriors, mm-hmm. and he was saying one of the things he loves about this team is everybody really pulls for each other. Right. Everybody wants the right. other guy to succeed. They really take, like, sincere delight right. in that. And that's one of the things they look for with the guys they bring in. Well, that's good. Do you care about your teammates more than yourself? Well, That's a well, hard place to get well, to as a basketball Well, they changed Young then because he was, like, he yeah. was in L.A. and D.C. He was, like, more loose goose, but you can see him pull his, you know. like well, said, If you have the culture, you can bring well, in basically anybody the guys, in the culture. See yeah. what other body work or what the guys do. Yeah. Katie and Clay and Steph on a regular day, how they work and go at it. You're probably like, wow, let me try to, you know, maneuver myself to be like, hey, I want to be here for two or three years. I got to fit in. It ain't about me. Did you, you in New York, did you guys feel like you established that culture? Because you brought in some pretty iffy dudes. Yeah, we brought in some guys, but, you know, Pat Riley, you might have brought him in. If you ain't working, he's not going to play you. Right, that's it. You know, he's it's, it's going to be his system or whatever, you know. But uh, they did bring, you know, we brought in X and brought in uh, Orlando. We brought in Hopper. We brought in, we brought in a lot of guys in. I mean, they were veterans, though. But most veterans, like I'm saying, veterans should understand more. Yeah. You shouldn't be making mistakes like you making your first three, four, five years. That's why they put you out there in the situation. Yeah. Um, who's the best player you ever played with who wasn't Jordan? Best player? Yeah. Who's number two on the list? Uh, 
Vince Patrick, I mean, different players. Vince, had, Vince was a high level at one time in his playing, you know, like he was like NBA was like, he was pushing him in the field for like marketing and this and that. Patrick, I don't think they never used him to to move, to move the needle. They moved, they took Vince to move the needle for the NBA. Well, Patrick, they was also there were so many great centers. He just was well, had the well, misfortune. Vince came he comes in, in with a Kobe, you know, Kobe, um, T Mac, Wade, T Mac, Iverson. But see, Vince was when he won the dunk contest, and he was in the North here in Toronto. Then he went two finals in New Jersey. Um, Vince had about at least a good eight year run with the league was like, okay, we can do something with you. Vince, you caught he the jersey, he wasn't there for the two finals. He was there. I think they traded him in 05. Oh, he met, I think he was on the Orlando team. I think that almost okay, made the it was finals. Just Kenya Martin and you you caught the best Vince. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Like that 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 Sixer series was probably the highlight oh, yeah. of his career. Yeah. You he know? Went back yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I he to me, I, I'm the most unhappy with how his career went of anyone in this century for what his talent was. Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. In Toronto, we 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 held him accountable. Yeah, we didn't let him get away with not doing his stuff after practice or on the phone in the locker room, eating before games. None of that, you know. Six o'clock being at six o'clock. You know, you can be the headline or whatever, but you got to be in with us. See, that's what we done. We, with him and Tracy was on the same team. We told him, like, you know what? Y'all are one-two punch and take all the shots you want, but do what you have to do. Get ready for the moment. The you game. were on the team at least one of those years with, with T-Mac and Vince, right? T-Mac with one year. Yeah. And then Vince with two. So to me, that's like a – that's one of the yeah, great was, what ifs. Yeah, one-two punch. Yeah, they, they, they always said Like T-Mac leaves. When he got paid, though. He went for the money. Orlando. Couldn't he have gotten paid in Toronto, though? They didn't want to pay him. That's a mistake. Yeah. That's a pretty good way. They if. made a lot of mistakes. They should never grab with a butch. Yeah. Should never hire Lenny Wilkins. I mean, this coach, he didn't do nothing. Just he just he was on vacation. He yeah, was, they caught him at the wrong time of his yeah, coaching career. But they believed, you know, yeah. Some coach when you've been like say, Oh, he won a thousand and lost a thousand, okay. He's fifty percent. Could happen have. Okay, where? You know, but he didn't. He didn't move either. For it was, you know, we had a bad, he had a veteran team, and he got lazy. And yeah, I didn't want to let that lazy come in while I was there, and I spoke up. Yeah, you know. So and then he traded me, but that, I, well, Doug traded me in Chicago because I'm I'm always for my teammate, no matter what they say about me and whatever. As anybody I play with, a doorman or a school teacher, anybody, I'm for the person who are doing right. Did Doug trade you? I I, yeah, I worked with yeah. Doug for a yeah, year. Yeah, because Doug's a great guy. Was he crying when he oh, traded he's you? He's a crybaby. He's a crybaby anyway. <laughs> he was sobbing. I don't oh, want to do this. We had a, he's, in he's such an emotional oh, guy. Yeah, I love Doug. He, he always crying, but he's sneaky though. But uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't know that side of him. Oh yeah, like a fly. You know, you close your door and it's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun to leave, you know. Like you say, you say you know Doug, whatever. But playing with coaches, and then I was coaching. Oh man, it could be. I'm gonna write a book one day. Just like the transition from basketball, then I was coaching back. You know what I was like. If you if you write a book, I want to help you. I do. You got to. I got a lot of good stuff. I'm telling you. Are you gonna get the A list stuff or like the B plus list stuff? My D plus is good. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, I want to know the story uh, once and for all because I've heard this. I've heard many versions of this. 
the lockout's happening. Yeah. You guys are sitting out. This, the, everyone's just throwing away money. It's dragging on. It's dragging right, on. It's right. dragging on. And then there's some big come to Jesus meeting with a lot of the veterans right. and the best players that the story I heard was that it ended up with you smacking Barkley. True story. That's a true story. True story. So what happens? Well, What, so, what leads to the point well, where you happened. hit Barkley? Remember the game they had in Atlanta City? They had like a little workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And um, Barkley had said some. I said, Barkley always saying something. I said, next time I hear him say anything about anybody who named Charles, I'm going to smack him. So and the lockout came and he was there. So you're out a big, you're in a big yeah, room. Yeah, big There's room. Like, how many players, people? Players, this and that. How many people? At least 100 some players. And then, you know, other, other, it was more 100 some players there, but 100 some players there in that little room. And I seen him. And I was just like, I said, I told Chris Mill, I told Derek Coleman, Mace, I said, I'm going to go smack him. Because I told him when I see him, I'm going to smack him. He said, hey. We, <laughs> so he we, went over and he smacked him? I went over to him. I said, hey, well, I tell you about talking, saying something about my name. You know, talking, you know, about Charles. I don't know who you were talking about, but I heard Charles. <laughs> and I just smacked him. And what did he do? Nothing. I still don't understand what he did to make you mad. I, he was just talking. And he he said like my name, talking. but he said something else too. But he said something. My name was in the, in the sentence he said. So, and then he just you know, I mean, he's got like, like I say, he's a good player. With but guy's size, do what he did was great. Uh, he just, he just. What um, happens when you see him now? Do you get along, or it's not great? I mean, it's it's like the weather. According to how I feel. Okay. According but, to how you feel. But he got you know, like I said, he got always. If I'm around, you know. I'm so glad you like me. Huh? I'm so glad you like me. I'm no, so glad I'm on Oak's good but, side. But since all star, we used to hang out with me, him, Mike, a few times a day. I was going to ask about when that. He smacked me in the game like play snack. I don't know play with me. Yeah. No, I'm on the court. I'm for real anyway. So you already got more talent than me. So don't do not do that. Because I don't know if you're trying to get it. You know, think, well, I got it now. No. You cared more about your on-the-court reputation as much as anybody these last 30 years of like – we're not, we're not, I'm not messing around now. You're not doing that again. And that's it. Well, I think, I mean, the I, number one, I hate the rules, the flag and foul. And I hate that um, when you when the official come and talk to you, and like I think one time with Carl Malone and someone else, as soon as I said something, they threw me out of the game. It's just like I didn't have the superstar as them. They get yeah. the benefit of the doubt. They get the benefit of the doubt with me as a superstar, the benefit of the doubt getting the call. So I don't mind some things I can't control. But yeah. Just don't disrespect me. Do you think Jordan buttered up Barkley, knowing that Barkley was his biggest rival when Barkley went to Phoenix, Phoenix. and made him, made friends with him in the Olympics and kind of kept him close because it was his rival? Or you think it was they were real friends? Uh, they was friends. You don't think that was part of it? Cause no, Jordan- I don't think. I think Barkley just like he just talked too much, and and Jordan, you know, then he said he don't tip and don't do that. You know, sometimes you don't say if you're a friend, okay. But then he started, you know, he just, he wore himself out. You know, some people wear their own stuff out. And he does what he do. On TV, you know, he he do stuff on TV, this and that. I mean, I, I can't really watch the show. I mean, because they really ain't really telling people about basketball. They trying to, it's like it's a reality show to me. Yeah. So they be doing stunts. Comedy show. That, still telling people what's really, what's wrong with the t- basketball game. And why this team, this and why that, you know. So, but I don't know. Did you cross paths with Shaq? 
Me and Shaq had a little run in. Did Shaq, you? Yeah. It's, a run in it's, during it's the game? Different. I don't remember that. Uh, when the Brad Miller thing. Oh, yeah, near the end of your career. Yeah, so he tried to, I had to go at him. You defended Brad Miller. Yeah, I think that's teammate. on. Yeah, that's on YouTube. I always got my teammates. No matter who, I, it could be Hulk Hogan. Um, even on the other side, we got to see you. The uh, the Shaq, okay. Now we had we had to talk about a couple things, but I had to let him know I'm I'm for real. Jordan, true or false, slept less than three hours a day when he played. How okay, many hours of sleep did he need? Three and a half. But same with me. Sometimes just going all the way through. We didn't sleep a lot. I I still don't sleep maybe three. I've heard stories about him playing thirty six hours of golf before finals games and all that stuff. That's uh, all. But see, when I was there, he wasn't really playing a lot of golf. He picked it up late in his, you know. He probably that's if you let you know. He never nice. dragged you into the golf. Oh, I play. We play many times, many trips, and go out the country and play this and that. No, I play a lot with him, but. He's the A golfer. My, I used to be a B. I'm probably a C now. I'm yeah. Not, you know, you get old, you go the other way. In a lot of ways. <laughs> 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 you lose a lot of things they say, but my go- I don't mind this my golf game, but, you know. Hey, so who's really- the crew? It, it seems like it's. It used to be. It, 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 Ahmad's in Ahmad, there, right? Yeah, Lamar, is, he's, the, he's the steering wheel of the car. <laughs> he's definitely there. Ahmad. Uh- in and out, but he's there, you know. You can make a case Ahmad's the coolest American of the last 40 years. The, the, all the relationships he has that he oh, can yeah, float bro. into. He can float into any room and oh, completely yeah. fit some, in no matter some, what that room is. He got, some, he got some swag. I mean, hey, you got to play football, hang out with basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, they cool. Um, I think that's why Michael moved to Florida because Ahmad was there first because he had a condo. And then we was just go out there and play golf with him, hang out. Then some, some land came available in Jupiter, Florida. And I guess Mike said, hey, he bought it. You know, it's about three or four acres, but it costs a lot. But yeah. then eight, ten years later, he built on it. When does Tiger start hanging out with you guys? Was that overrated? Uh, no, he used to hang out. But Tiger was quiet when I was always around. We used to go down and play golf with him in Orlando, hang out, this and that, go to uh, Blue Martini. You know, just to get the VIP, smoke cigars, and Tiger used to hang out, go to Vegas, just hang out. Um, but just kind of would be in the background. Yeah, he was, you know, just background, you know. Never seen him out, you know, you know, he always choking me, smoking a cigar, but he was just quiet. <laughs> but by himself, though. Like, in, we go to Lando, he'd be by himself. In Vegas, he always had a couple of people with him. But besides that, he was, you know, he's a fun guy because he liked to play basketball. You know, stuff like that. Any other athletes? Uh, Any other? One sap sometime. Oh, no. Yeah. We, Richard we, Dent was, was oh, ling- yeah. lingering, right? He yeah. was in the crew. Richard Dent. Oh, that, well, that's our first year in Chicago. Yeah. 85. Mike was 84 when he won the Super Bowl. So we was always at Mike House playing ping pong, playing, you know, I'm, you know, just having fun. So, yeah, Richard Dent. Not like he used to, though. Yeah. Um, George, the limo guy. George, you know, George was the guy. The first one gave him a ride in the limo, so he's been friend ever since then, since 80, 84 and a half. Anyone from Nike? Was uh, there a dude Howell, that? Howard White. Yeah. Fred Whitfield. Oh, yeah, Fred Whitfield. Yeah. So he was, but he was Jordan's buddy, right? As a kid. They were in school together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a crew of like anywhere from six to 12 people at well, all times. When we went to his basketball party for his wedding, this was only 10 of us. 
10. For whose bachelor party? Well, we went to, uh, we took Mike to the. For when he got married the second time? Uh, yeah, about yeah. 45 years ago. So there's 10 people in the bachelor party. And where do you go for the well, bachelor party? We went to uh, the DR. We got a condo, a house. We played golf. We get up. We had a chef, but I go in and cook breakfast with him. You know, and then we. Oh, go- so you assist the chef? Yeah, I'm probably. I'm, you I'm really bring a lot to the table for a crew. Oh, yeah. You can cook, you can protect people, you're fun yeah, to hang out with, well, you don't sleep. No sleep. You're, you're like a you gotta, high first well, round pick. Basically, when we used to go out and stuff, I never like, you know, people like, <laughs> never like drank or nothing. Club, you know, like sometimes with guys with Mike, I go back to, you know, about uh, DR, but sometimes with guys with Mike, they just get like into all. And he just having fun, you know, like, like, no, it ain't the night we. What are we gonna do? We do it in the house. So just trying to make sure everybody's comfortable because you don't know who might walk up on you. Who got a camera? I know I took a lot of cameras. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm taking that, take it out. But we did, <laughs> did a lot of that. But uh, I give the camera back though. <laughs> but uh, with the DR, we just went over and had a house, played golf four days. You know. So okay. what needs to be in the location? You need a golf course and you need a casino. No, we really, don't necessarily need not, the casino. Not a casino. More golf course and privacy. Privacy. Yeah. Like when he uh, we go to Bahamas, we just go to Bahamas, leave about five. You know, when the kids growing up, we go there in the summertime, wintertime. He had his golf tournament on. That was real nice. And sometimes you would go to like, oh, like we, the Myrtle Beach type places Myrtle too, Beach. right? You'd we go went to Mexico. We went to Mexico one year and uh, we were playing at, where we stayed at? One and only. Anyway, so we was there. I think uh, Secretary of State was there. Khalil's right. Yeah. She was there. Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah. And we was there. So, like, one morning we was getting up and going, so we playing. They got, um, what's the name in the woods? Uh, called the clientele. Cartel. Oh, oh, the cartel. Yeah. So, they had Secret Service in the woods everywhere. They had a, a cruise, I mean, a fighter ship right there. We thought, oh, son, we got called <laughs> up in a, a crossfire. <laughs> you see guys in the wood, but we seen about 20 guys in the wood with AKs, but we didn't know she was there until late on. They was there to protect her. Oh, so you thought your lives were in danger? We thought, yes. Jesus. Yeah, it was, yeah. But we used to go over there, like, with some guys from Vegas, like, every year around February, you know, with the weather changing. And, uh, so his life, because there was this documentary that they shot, like, 20, like, his last bull season. Yeah. That I think is going to be part of this giant right. big project. But mm-hmm. one of the things that struck me, because I saw it like eight, nine years ago, because when I was working for ESPN, we were trying to buy it. Like just how like lonely his life was because he couldn't go anywhere. You know, he's gone from city to city. He's just right. in a suite and he's got his three buddies and they're playing cards. And it's like, what's he going to do? He's not going to go to the movies. He's he, not going to he, a restaurant. Uh, he go to restaurants. He, uh, but he'd have to go in the back room. He'd have to arrange it ahead of time. Yeah, but like, oh, he's the only like celebrity I know to drive his own self. He drives his stuff no matter where he go, he's going to drive it. Unless he goes somewhere with, you know, like we fly out of town. You come in on the plane, he ain't going to rent a car. Right. But in the States, he's going to drive. Don't matter where he goes. He's going to drive his own car. Drive his own car. So basically, you don't need a chauffeur and you don't need a cook when you guys go away. No. He can drive, you can cook we everything. Need, we don't need security. You need somebody nothing. to buy the groceries. I go to the grocery store and get it. You need somebody to rent the car. No, we have a SUV, transportation service. Ah. Oh, so yeah. you're good to go. Oh, he, he you're on, ready to go anywhere. He on point. Whatever he do, it's on point. It ain't no slipping. Never late. <laughs> On point. If he say eight o'clock, be there at quarter to it's, If only Vince Carter had been like that, his whole career yeah. would have been different. Like we just get when I was in DC. It's his 40th birthday party, so we got snowed in. It was like 
everybody, you know, Magic White, Paulette, uh, Den- I mean, Denzel White, I mean, Donald Trump, some Donald I mean, Beyonce, Trump. Beyonce, Jace, I mean, everybody, who is who, Gail, I mean, just like, so we had his 40th birthday chart in the Ritz Carlson. Yeah. So, because he was playing for Washington then. And um, so we got snowed in, and everybody, Trump was the only one that got out. Bob Johnson, that's so. MJ said, what are we going to do? I said, we got to go to practice, and then I'll cook. He said, okay. So we get up, you know, we snow after the party. Can nobody leave? So we get up. It's like, oh, man, it's 730. He said, I don't think nobody's going to be there. He said, no, we got to go because, we you know, we got to show them that we did real vets. I said, you're right about that. So we get to practice about 815. It wasn't but like 20 minutes, but we stayed on 22nd M. Yeah. So we drove, and, uh, we, you know, we used the snow because in Chicago. Man, we get there, wait, wait. They said they canceled practice. I said, cancel practice? Hey, but, you know, it was th- it was like three inches, but it snowed all day later yeah. on. So he said, okay, yeah, let's just go back. You go to the grocery store. I'm going to set up the house and get everything ready. You know, you know, wives and everything still in town. I said, all right. So started calling people around 12, 1 o'clock. You know, I cook a little brunch. Then, then later on, about 5 or 6, I cook, you know, the big meal. He said, all right. Tell the guys, get some cars and... I stopped at the liquor store and we just had a ball for two days. We got stoned in for two days. <laughs> we had a ball. That was the one for the ages. Unbelievable. But yeah. And I cooked like enough for like 45 people each day. So so what's the secret to you still look really healthy? Yeah. But you don't sleep and you've been had an extremely fun life. So I'm guessing like uh, no cigarettes? No cigarette. I smoke cigars more now. Cigars? Red what do you What are you drinking? Like just red wine a lot. Red wine. Being around him, he loved red wine. I mean, okay. Red wine. Uh, just eat eat good. I mean, you no know, junk food. Oh, I love junk food. I eat ice cream every other night. So you're just a freak, basically. You don't need no, sleep. You can eat whatever I, you I want. I work out four days a week, but I I know how to work out. It ain't, it ain't like thing you know go to the gym. Somebody needs somebody to push me. No, I know I'm gonna do. If I go for an hour and five minutes, four days, I'm going to do at least 45 minutes of cardio. I don't need the weights and stuff. I just do some, you know, circle workout. But basically, I need the cardio because I'm eating, you know, wings. And, you know, I eat a lot, though. Do you, you still have the reputation of being the toughest guy in the NBA, even though you haven't been in the NBA in like 15 it, years? It come out sometime. But I, Why hasn't somebody just overpaid you to be their assistant coach and have you on the bench. Well, you must have gotten that opportunity, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's different though. They don't want you to really say nothing no more. Yeah. They want you just there. I can't be that. I can't teach the game because I when I was playing with guys, I, I was teaching guys when I played and someone see me all just, you know, biting my fingernail like some of these coaches do. They're saying like, oh, old man, he's a fraud. I yeah. can't be a fraud too. You don't want to be that. Because I, I, I went back for these guys. I showed them, you know, how to do it the right way. So, they can do it, but I can't. Well, you know how Hakeem has those big men camps right. when he teaches the guys the right. low post moves? Maybe you have, like, tough guy camps. Well, where they, you don't teach, want, like, they don't want toughness, No, though. you just teach them how to stand well, up for yourself on the basketball I, I, court. I do some stuff with certain guys, uh, like, one-on-one. Some yeah. guys will call me uh, to talk to me about some stuff. I just try to tell them, you know, just do what your skill level, you know, do what you can do for your skills. 
Uh, don't try to, you're not a three-point shooter. I know everybody want to shoot three, stretch the floor. No, just get good at what you do and just do it consistent like Sean Livingston. I mean, I can't never yeah. get his name in my mouth because he plays his game every night. He don't try to shoot three like KD and He shoots and his 14-footer. He's like, that's my and, spot and right peer, there. And he peer with that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I love the game of basketball, but like now when I watch, I can't really watch a whole game unless I'm at a game. I can't sit in the room and watch like from tip off to, no. Well, I have to ask you about the MSG thing. Yeah. Because that became a big deal. Yeah. So you can't go back. I'm banned again. I've been banned twice. You've been banned twice. What was the first time? I don't remember what you did. Well, when it first happened, they banned me. Okay. Then when we went to court the summer, you know, they banned me again for part of the punishment on his side. But we still fight in court right now. We just brought uh, my lawyer and uh, they trying to get, they wrote a dismissal. So we answered to the dismissal. So the judge, hopefully the next month, make a decision. I mean, you realize I think every single Nick fan is on your side on this one. Well, uh, they're I'm not pre- very fond of well, the owner in the last, I really appreciate last two decades. The, the, the young players were standing up. Some of the veterans, then too many guys on my team said nothing at all. But uh, it was just one of them things happened. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, the guy, you know, I didn't do them. The film, the tape came out two weeks ago. And yeah. It showed, it showed. I didn't do. I didn't. I was in my seat the whole time. Were you proud of yourself that you didn't just start? I was people. proud of myself. I swear to God, you definitely like you I'm, definitely held it in a little bit. No, I know myself. Like we're gonna talk about some couple incidents. I know. I don't know what happened. Made me just want to just be calm. They thought I was over the top. I said they ain't nowhere near over the top. Yeah, you have, you were I like two out of ten, four or five guys in the face. Like I had two incidents in Vegas. I don't know if you ever heard about them. One time, I got jumped at the pool by seven guys. What? Seven guys. We Any reason? Mouth. Five years ago, seven guys, I fought, I knocked three, four of them down, and the other three, I don't know where they went. The other three, true so story. it was like, it was like John it's a, Wick. It's a true story. I was at the pool. I mean. Seven guys jump you, you knock the first three down, the other three scatter. True story. Then, on the way to my room, they jumped me in the elevator. They jumped me, seven more came. What? True story. They broke my wrist. I went to the, when they put me down in the pole. They put me in the holding block downstairs. It was crazy. What year are we talking here? About six, seven years ago. And you have no idea why they jumped you? They said, um, I said something to them. And I was, I was outside. Yeah. And they was closing. I was getting somebody else back in. And the guy I was with, like my casino host, told me, go ahead, go ahead. And the guy said, well, you can't go. I said, the guy just told me. And, you know, he tried to touch me, and I, and I moved back. I said, do not touch me. When you touch me, I'm going to touch you back. Right. And then, you know, they saw, I guess, you know, some kind of signal they got. They just started coming around, coming around. I said, so the crazy thing about it was it was a guy snapping pictures. So as I was doing all that, I heard the camera go off. So I took the camera and threw it in the pool, and I locked the Lord. I, you, I'm telling this on tape. It's on tape. True story. <laughs> That was the so you had two Vegas incidents. But that, that was, was no, that, that was, was one. That was what one. What was the other one? That was one. Another time in the um, what was in the um, Bellagio. Yeah. Some of Floyd Mayweather people. His little nephew was talking flack to me. Oh, you didn't like that. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be in the league. I'm gonna go dunk on somebody." I'm like, "Why? You t- I'm not even in the league no more." Okay, go do it. Yeah, yeah. Y'all think y'all talk? I'm like, really? So he pushed the button and. Got in with security. They some kind of way security try to break us up, and they grabbed me, me and my stepbrother. We was in there just like it was. Just, so punches or no punches? Oh yeah, oh, a lot okay. of, it was about fifteen of them. We just going at it. 
You versus Mayweather's posse. No, no. The posse was, you know, they did when we was like, they broke it up. Uh, but the security tried to get rough with me. Oh, uh, you didn't like that. So me and my, my brother, it, we had like, it was four of us then, but it was about 15 of them. It was all our warfare. Jeez. <laughs> Do people do they know? Do people try to mess with you with these things, or do they stay away? Uh, they see you like it's no, okay. I, mean, I just have, I just have me and Mason used to have a little problem in New York. We we ain't, we ain't got a lot of little bangs in New York. Me and Mason, hey club guys. I was gonna ask you about Mason. Ba- ba- you know, like bouncers. One night, tab in the green. We had just you know, me and Mason went at it like me because we was always seeing end up in the same place a few times. Was Mason you like you found your soulmate when when Mason no, joined I mean, the team? I'm, I'm the no, I know I ain't running. I know he ain't running. Yeah. And he's from New York, so I, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt comfortable with him, you know? like It's like a Captain Copilot. We was right there together. Was he crazier than the stories about him? Just as crazy or less crazy? I can say he was mace. So if he was crazy, he was crazy. But my thing is, he wants right. He like me almost. He wants things to be right. You yeah. Treat people right. And he, 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 see, I might let it, you know, go a little. He ain't going to let it go an inch. You know, he's he's to be on Pat Riley. He's called me with Pat Riley maybe every, every three days. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Go this off. They, they was like Pat Riley loving, but I'm saying, but he brought he brought Mace to the Knicks from the D League yeah. overseas and John too. So, but Mace and both of those guys were they had scrapped to get yeah, every Mace, single Mace NBA was tough, they get. But Mace tough. Mace fun. I like playing with Mace. You never got in a fight with Mace, did you? We used to get into in practice. All the time, like actual fights. I mean, almost like fights. Yeah, he, like, I don't know oh. who, who's favored in that, huh? That's probably the only hey, one who's on your you level, know, right? You know about our practice. It's it's no out of bounds in our practices. So the ball go there. You know, some people just stop go across the line. No, who will get the ball? Oh, you had to go out of bounds to fight for the ball. I'm just saying, if the ball on the floor is still alive, yeah, you know, it's set out of bounds, it's still alive. So Riley would do that to get you guys all. We used to play like that a lot. Probably wasn't great for the longevity of your career. I'm I guessing. Have, I ain't have no problem with it. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. But I, it was it make you know get in shape, get your get your like like watching the, like watching the Cavs play. They need that energy, that effort. Yeah. See, they make you go, so teach go you further. Yeah. You know, especially for a guy on the edge trying to make the team, and you can show a lot of it. You know, you can make it. One of the good fights, you weren't in this one, I don't think, or maybe you cleaned it up, was the Greg Anthony, Doc in Rivers Phoenix. one in Phoenix. Yeah, that was about it. Derek that, Hopper was a good one. Doc Rivers a tough, was a oh, tough yeah, dude. Doc, he was oh, in some fights. fights. Yeah. Doc, yeah. Doc was fight. He said if he was in the stand in New York, he would have came on and helped me. I said, well, if he was on the court, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> we're nobody holding you. <laughs> so Mace got traded, and then it completely fell apart with the next team. Mace, you got yeah. traded to Milwaukee, right? Uh, Milwaukee. And it, that couldn't have gone worse. And then goes to Charlotte and kind of found himself again for a yeah, couple more years. Then, and he went to it. Miami, too, with Pat Riley. I don't know if Pat Riley was there, but he went to Miami for a couple of years, too. Did you cross paths with LJ or no in the Knicks? We, me and LJ got into it one time. We were slap box. We were slap, you know, when you're on different teams? No, we was on the same team. We oh, uh, you had a fight in practice? We, well, we went to LJ, fight. LJ yeah. was tough, yeah, right? Yeah, he was tough, yeah. Yeah. We just, you know, he, he thought he could box. I thought I could box. So it was some punch. You know, we, we know we wouldn't like fight and fight. You know, we both of us smacked one another. You know, we just, you know, going at it. And then were you there when Spreewell showed up or no? You no, were gone by then. I ain't messing with Spreewell. Spree- oh, you I, weren't I, messing I, with Spreewell. 
Well, so, so that's the one guy you so, won't go, you won't mess with. Who? Sprewell. I will. Oh, okay. So I see him in the airport the next day after that happened in New I, York. Remember, he came to the Sunday game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see yeah. him in the airport on that Monday because I stayed and tried to get, you know, have a meet with the commission and everything about what happened, this and that. I'm like, why y'all call me? He ain't it happened. Anyway, so I'm in the airport. Speedwell, I get through customs, you know, putting my belt and my shoes back on. Here comes Speedwell. And ladies, don't you know him? I said, who? I said, that girl? To my Speedwell. Yeah, that's why I called him that girl. <laughs> what did he say to that? He ain't come back on my way. <laughs> I didn't realize you had beef with him. I got beef with Bernard King too now. No. I seen him last year, John. Oh no, that hurts my feelings. I love yeah, Bernard King. I don't. I used to love him too. What happened? He I thought he Knicks? had a tiger. I think he had a surgeon took it out. Somebody took his heart. What did he defended the Knicks? Well, not as that. Remember when they took his when he um, he tweeted something about Carmel Anthony. Yeah, and he talking about his cousin did it, and then they told him he had turned his, you know his count off because you know you supposed to be a Nick. This da da da. This yeah, and that. yeah. So. When the incident happened, he came to their game that Sunday, too. But he was trying to hide to the side. Uh, it was LJ and Bernard King, you know. On, so Cheer out on LJ, too. This is getting a long well, list LJ, guys LJ came front. We had a long talk. I mean, LJ, LJ, he tried to say, well, you know, I'm not coming to that game, this and that, because that's my man, Oak, and I'm, hard, I'm hate to get in the middle of this. I said, like, you know, do what you got to do. You know, because I go to New York, always call LJ John or whoever heard. But anyway, get back to Bernard. So I like, man, I just like love Bernard. I just hear the wall story about him when he was in Tennessee, how he came out of Brooklyn. When yeah. he was like, you know, they call him brown eyes. That's another story too about brown eyes. But anyway, so I seen a John Stocks thing last year come on the foundation. And I see him. We in there talking. He come in late. I see him. I said, come here. I want to talk to you. He said, let's talk out here. I said, I don't care what we talk. Let's talk right now. I said, that was effed up what you did that Sunday. You go sit beside that man. You see what happened. Yeah. And he goes, well, I talked to him. And I said, oh, man, go to the bird outside who's trying to eat something. I'm not trying to eat. I'm trying to get in you and let you know you, you was wrong for doing that. Because I looked up to you. He said, no, I told him he was wrong. I said, okay, well, it's like talking to a blind man. Tell him to go down the block and make a left. You think he can find himself? <laughs> Oh, I gave it to him. True story. I don't care if he hit or not. If if you and Bernard got in a fight, that would I'd be traumatized uh, for no. about a year after that. But I, that, hurt, that hurt me though. See him sitting beside him like yeah, that. that's a bummer. And this man made you turn off your Twitter account. Come on, man. He, oh, he want to do something? Tell him put your jersey up in the raft. You you in the Hall of Fame? He should be in the raft. Your number ain't retired, and you going really? He took on the '84 Celts by himself to seven yeah. games. Where do you stand I have no more respect for him. What about Pippen these yeah, days? Pippen's tight. We've always been tight. Yeah, yeah. How about Horace Grant? In Horace School, we were just together in Toronto, Horace. Horace, all, we, we, used to, we used to be the clique back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that in Chicago. This is what it was. Me and Mike Brown against everybody else on the team. So when we check in hotel, we used to fight every day. We check in. Me and Mike Brown against Horace, Sedell, all them guys. I mean, anybody besides me and Mike Brown, we catch you out, we beating you up. <laughs> well, was it Sedell was a legend? Yeah, I but, thought he was out more than more than anybody that decade, wasn't he? No, nah, he's my hanging out. No, I thought Sedell was like out. No, no, I'm saying, but we used to always like we we take on everybody. Yeah, yeah. So we catch them out. We, I forgot Sedell was on that team though. We get them. We catch. We be hiding behind. You know, like 
go to breath early, wait for him to come down. Sedell, uh, he <laughs> at like at like room service, bring some tray. <laughs> Sedell nailed Danny Ainge once in a game. He yeah. smacked him, and Danny Ainge like got wobbled. He was like wobbling around. He was like Danny uh, was cheap like shot Queer too, Street though. for a second. Yeah, Danny Ainge was. He definitely he got in cheap. a few fights. Tree oh, Rollins yeah. bit him. Yeah, cheap shot. It's, I didn't realize, so I didn't realize because Pippen sometimes he says little stuff about Jordan about which I, mean, I don't understand the motivations with that because they had such a great it. relationship. Yeah, I mean, like Bird and McHale, Imagine Kareem. I mean, yeah, great players. That yeah, Shaq something. and Kobe. You know, it's great players. Like you know, I mean, Curry Durant. I've never been in that position to be a great player, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> You're one of the great role players, though. Yeah. You were I mean, I'll set my role. Yeah. I'll set my role. I played every night my role, but everybody likes you should have shot more, but it's uh, it's what it is. I'm just glad I got a chance to play NBA, play with guys, and just feel out myself and see how the, the league is really. You know, well, in the 90s, you had to league, bulk though. up more because it was so much more physical. Now, I think you'd probably be lighter weight. You'd be stretched yeah. out more. You'd be like a stretch four. I can still be a stretch four. I mean, it's just like, it's like Carl Malone. I mean, how we how he used to five in his era just because they don't post no more. Yeah. Um him and Stockton pick and roll. He never was like a ball handler. Yeah. He never, you know. So it was it was I had a lot of fun with guys. Guys just show their true colors and I just let them know. It is what it is. Charles Oakley, this was amazing. I had a good time. I Thanks was. for coming on. It took a long time. It did really did. It's it was today, worth it though. Hey, it's, it's sunny in Cleveland, so it's a good day. It was worth it. Now, <laughs> I, now I have to make sure uh, nephew Kyle in there didn't accidentally delete the audio or something because this is great. <laughs> There's like 10, 10 monster stories in this podcast. Really? It was good. That was good. Okay. I, I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoyed watching you from afar. You would have been a good Celtic. Yeah, we I, had you know we what? had a guy like you. No, I, I get a lot of Boston fans telling me, you know, that's why I get now a lot. Like we love the way you play. You know, you play hard, this and that. You you dive, you get your bite up. So I get a lot of that from people because they said, you know, you didn't short the game. You know, when you I was growing up, like because my dad was taking me in the seventies because we right. we had season tickets when like nineteen seventy four, and we had Paul Silas. He, they traded for him, I think, like seventy two, right. and he was like kind of the that generation's version of you. Just this awesome guy. I got didn't a need Paul Silas story. Oh, you did you play for him? He was assistant coach in New York. Yeah. So he was talking shit one day in practice. Uh-oh. How are you motherfucking out there? I like who you talking to. He said, I'm talking to you. We went at it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we went at it. He was a tough dude, Paul yeah. Silas. I was tough with that. He was lady. you in the 70s. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm here. here. No, nah, we had, so, it was crazy though. So you won that one? 10-9 round? Oh, uh, we no, we just they broke it up. So you fought an assistant coach on your own team? No, he was just talking shit. Y'all soft, soft, soft. You know, he went off and I'm like, who you talking to? <laughs> Ain't nothing soft about me. You motherfucker. I see you said that. We, we That's went it. <laughs> hey, we had fun. That's hilarious. He like Darren Day in Chicago. What's his name? He's with Notre Dame. Darren Day? Yeah, he, he, he fucked me up one day in practice. The next play. That was it? Well, no more practice. That day. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a lot of stories. <laughs> Charles Oakley, thank you. I'm, I'm saving stuff so we can do the do more of this. 